Hi everyone and welcome to another Giant Sisters podcast with Joe Brothers. I'm delighted today to talk to Karen Jeffrey. Karen started her career with the Walt Disney Company in 1999 and has held a wide range of roles in the brand marketing, corporate and film, digital content and franchise management departments. In 2014, Karen joined Walt Disney Imagineering and now as VP for Content and Partnerships Planning, she works across Disney's biggest properties, including Star Wars, Marvel, Frozen, all of the princesses and original stories told in theme parks, as well as all major film releases. Welcome, Karen. Thank you. I wanted to let you know that I actually first heard about you after watching on Disney Plus a series about the Imagineers, which I love, and I thought there must be a woman out there that works for this amazing um, organization within Disney, and I'm going to find her and interview her, and here we are. Um, the power of intention, how did you design your life and career path, or did it just evolve? Yeah, great question. Um, You know, I would like to think I'm an incredible planner and have mapped this life out, but of course, uh, it's definitely been through an evolution and many things have happened that I never would have predicted or even been able to plan. Um, But I think that's part of life's adventure, right? If you Mm. plan too much, you maybe miss the opportunities. And so I feel like I just kind of a more roll with it than yes. always map it out. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like to have a few plans in order, a good night out with my friends and opportunities to kind of get, you know, travel on the books or, mm. or things that require planning. But life planning, no, nah, I don't think you can plan it even if you try. <laughs> I like I like the what you, that line you just said, if you plan too much, you miss the opportunities. I think that's really true. I agree with that. Uh, you, yeah. With the role, um, all these amazing different roles you've had um, with the Walt Disney Company and Imagineering, um, can you share with us some of your unique experiences that you have had and um, and what they were? Yeah. Well, you know, I I've spent a large portion of my career actually in Europe. So I started um, my Disney career in America, and then I moved to Europe mm-hmm. and um, and was part of a kind of central team, which at the time, I should say a central corporate team. So Mm. we were kind of the the sort of hub for the region or the market. And I was based out of London. So I worked on um, Disney efforts for the UK, but also for the rest of Europe. And really being part of this central team gave me huge opportunities and experiences um, to not only, you know, deliver Disney experiences across Europe at a time when Disney was certainly known, but Mm. I I would say was in more of a development phase than it is now. And with that, you know, I was kind of thrown into situations or experiences that um, kind of only could have existed, I think, at that time because we were still figuring so much out. So some of those experiences you know, I'll, I'll give a few sort of fun examples, mm. but um, at the time we were, um, we were partnering with ESPN and specifically EXPN yeah. for the extreme sports. Mm-hmm. And there was a, um, a games event happening in Spain, in Barcelona, and they, there was going to be some meetings and then the event that weekend. And 
my leadership team were not available to go. I, of course, was very available to go mm-hmm. and got to head out there on my own and be part of, you know, some planning meetings, but then also experience the games themselves. Right. And I'm a pretty sporty person and like all things active. So for me, it was a great yeah. combination of, you know, figuring out some business specific needs yes. on what we were doing with that brand, but then also to be part of an event that was somewhat, um, you know, it was, it was popular in Europe, but it had room for growth. And um, so that was an amazing experience mm-hmm. that, um, you know, just tapped into my love of activities and outdoor, my um, my love of travel, mm. and being part of something that, you know, we were still very much trying to figure out. Right. Um, so that was, that was kind of a fun one. And mm. then another great, great example, which, you know, I think was more about sort of putting me on a career path that made me realize, always just put your hand up, right. obviously, you know, when there's these great opportunities that arise that you may feel you don't have the experience or you're unsure if you can really deliver on it, mm. sometimes you need to push yourself. And so we had um, we had taken on, a, uh, we had purchased a company and our team was essentially the incubator right. company or business to get it off the ground in Europe. And part of that included going around Europe to baby shows and launching the product. And basically, it was much more about informing consumers on what the product was and getting parents to understand, you know, what this product could do for them and their child. Now, Mm. at the time, I was probably, you know, mid to late 20s. I did not have children. But as someone who wasn't necessarily the target audience for the product, what I was, was an expert in understanding the value of the product and how it could contribute to a parent's life, right? You don't always have to be the consumer of, but if you're, if you see what that value is and you're passionate about it, um, I think you can truly bring it to life in a strong business way. So I was the point person going out to these baby shows around um, England and talking to the moms and getting them to understand what this product was and being part of this kind of wider parenting community, which you know, could, was somewhat far from maybe yeah. my my life. Yes. But it was an incredible experience because it gave me, you know, amazing business acumen mm-hmm. how to how to collaborate with people, how to um, get a product off the ground that really mm-hmm. needed a depth of explaining um, that couldn't just be done through um, simple advertising right. at the time, and so. You know, I put my hand up and said, yeah, I'll go to these baby shows and I'll work with these different partners and get this going. And luckily it worked and the business did well and um, was almost like being part of a new startup, but within obviously a big company. Mm. So there was a lot of support and um, really great experience. And, you know, any opportunity I get to work with different people in different sectors is always, um, I find, a really interesting part of my my job yes. and the job of any of my roles at Disney. So that was those are just some, mm. I think, examples and experiences I've had, certainly from my time in Europe. Um, and, you know, I have plenty in the imagineering side that 
um, now are public for the for the, our guests who come to the park. Um, and I'll just give one experience that I've had when I joined Imagineering. We were just starting the development of um, what's now called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Right. And so we've just opened both of those lands in Florida and in California. And I, um, you know, I, I was brought on board to be the franchise leader for Imagineering. So Star Wars being a very big and important franchise for us, mm. it was an amazing opportunity to partner with the creative teams as they pulled this land and the, the creative vision to, together was, um, you know, an experience that I still remember today as if it was yesterday. And that was over five years ago. Wow. Because it's the process and the way Imagineers think and design and tell stories is, um, it's hard to kind of put it into clear words, but I think you saw some of that in the Imagineering story, just what our teams do. And to be part of that, um, that team was truly a, you know, an amazing experience and a highlight of my career to date. Mm. I, I do recall um, from the series that I watched, the, it feels like the Imagineers are almost like scientists doing an experiment to find out what with, you know, how things would go and they maybe build prototypes and that sort of thing. So I can imagine it would have been an amazing experience to be part of. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're right. They, they would probably claim they're creative scientists. You know, they yes. weave together art, story, engineering, design, um, there's so many components that they weave together to bring to life in a truly kind of amazing and magical way. So, mm. yeah, mm. great. In terms of embracing the lessons, what challenges have you experienced that have shaped you the most as a person? Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a great question because there's um, you know it's it's the challenges that you learn the most from. Um, Mm -hmm. and I would say at points in my career, some of the challenges have just been, you know, what is it that I truly want to do? (laughs) I work in a big company where there's just no end of opportunity. And as I said at the beginning, I never really had this clear specific plan on what I wanted to be when I grew up. I still ask that question every day. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) and Sometimes I I think the challenge has been am I um, am I in the role that I want to be in for the foreseeable future because I I actually really like change yes and um, and I think it's you know we now are in an environment when I where I think people coming into their career actually don't see staying for long as the norm mm. and. I've been at Disney 20 years, but I've moved around the company. Um, this is now my ninth role in the company. So in 20 years, I've been able to really move around and take advantage of the opportunities we have here. But at points, I would say, you know, working in different roles for extended periods of time, knowing that maybe my time was up, but, but a little scared to move forward and have change Mm-hmm. has been at times a hurdle mm-hmm. um, and kind of having faith in myself that whatever I decide, I'll land on my feet and I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly challenges, you know, overcoming my own um, confidence mm-hmm. and knowing whether or not it 
like I am the right person to be representing whatever it is we're working on. Certainly, you know, going back to the the baby shows, I definitely felt like that was a huge challenge because it was not my area of expertise. I, like I said, I wasn't a parent at the time Mm. and I found it a, a really big challenge to get myself to a comfortable place of feeling like I could go out and confidently talk Mm. about this product line. Um, and then I'll say I, um, I moved, um, so I moved back to the States, um, kind of in the middle of a point in my career when I was working in film and there have been some changes in our structure out here and I joined our global team and I left England, moved to the States and I shifted from working on live action to animated product. Mm. And um, I really, you know, I'd been in England for a long time. So I almost didn't really know the domestic market, even though I grew up here. And I stepped into a really fast-paced team and environment and overcoming, um, I would say at the time, it was a lot of confidence, Mm. kind of questions around, I work with people who've been in their roles for a really long time. They knew the domestic market incredibly well, but my advantage was I knew international. (laughs) And so... We, you know, we found our sweet spot, and um, but that definitely was a big challenge for me: moving countries, jumping into a new job mm. that um, I, in an environment I hadn't been in. And at that point, I think it was six years. So, some of those challenges I think have really shaped the way I've thought about my role from that point forward. And you know being more adaptable and open to change has always been sort of a theme in my life. But um, kind of having that trust in yourself to yes. get navigate through is always really important. Mm. I like that. Trust in yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> Where do you draw your creative inspiration from in, in, your, in your role and as a leader of, of a team, how do, where do you feel you draw creative inspiration from? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I work in the creative think tank of the company, so I'd say some of my inspiration could be as simple as a hallway chat, yes. you know, bumping into our creative leaders who um, I always value having time with um, and hearing what they're working on or being part of their their wider team mm-hmm. um, and and then you know through to actually being in the room uh, like I mentioned you know having being part of a team mm-hmm. who is in development on a big project um, who is their sole focus is the creative development yes. where you know I spend a lot of my time looking at things through a business lens um, and looking at data and research. Mm. So I always, I always sort of joke, but in all seriousness, say you know what I love about what I get to do is we get to repre- we get to be creatively strategic or strategically creative, <laughs> yeah. and that can come from anywhere. You know, I can certainly get creative inspiration looking at a piece of research that helps tell a story Mm -hmm. you know why is a character so important to a certain audience or a certain region what is it that brings to life a opportunity for our guests and 
Um, so I would say that, you know, from the professional side, I, I feel lucky to be surrounded by mm. creative people every day. So mm. creative can come in any form or in any moment. Mm. And then I think on the other side, as a consumer of what we actually design and deliver against, I am, you know, I'm a mom, I have two boys who very much love the product that we make, so yes. the same part, um, and just being in, with them and seeing things through their eyes always gives me creative inspiration. Amazing. What is it that's going to start mm. for them mm. um, get them excited? I do they have favorite characters? Uh, I mean, you know, kids, they're fickle, right? So <laughs> they change often. But I would say they both really love Marvel, yes. um, all things Marvel. And, um, and then there's, you know, there's just no end of affection for kind of the breadth of the Disney characters. Mm. Um, Mickey is obviously a, a firm favorite. Uh, Duffy, I don't know if you're familiar with Duffy, but mm-hmm. he is an an important character in our Asia region, and um, I I do a lot of work on um, on that franchise, and so my boys get a lot of access <laughs> to oh, him. Right. Um, so yeah, but like I said, they're fickle, and they're also. Um, beyond the Disney world, you know, they have a lot of favorites in the sports, especially soccer space. So I have to, I have to balance both worlds with them. Nice. (laughs) What advice would you give to your younger self? Yeah, the, the number one advice I would give is be yourself, Mm. be confident, which is very easy to say when I'm now not my younger self. (laughs) And Trust your instincts, which I think is a really important thing as a young woman, man, you know, going through uh, childhood, high school, Mm. all of it, um, trusting your instincts and knowing what feels right and um, helps you grow is really important. But Mm. first and foremost, be yourself. You're figuring it out. Be true to yourself. Another, I like, I love that too. Absolutely. Role models, heroes or heroes, who uh, is inspiration for you? Yeah, I have um, in my career at Disney. I have had some incredible leaders who are still my mentors today. Right. Um, and you know, I would say they. When I look back on my career and I think about the path that I have ended up traveling, Mm. a lot of that path has been down to their leadership and the way that they pushed me, but without me feeling pushed, Mm. if that makes sense. Yes. You know, it was whether they gave me autonomy on projects or pushed me to be part of um, experiences and... Um, running projects, running teams, and just kind of doing it without question, you know, not Mm. giving me a choice necessarily, and kind of having the faith in me that I didn't even know I either had or didn't have, Mm. and, um, you know, some of my leaders have gone on to being CEOs of companies, they're CMOs, they are incredible Mm. women who, to this day, like I said, are 
you know, still my mentors and still in touch with them mm-hmm. and certainly lean on at times when mm-hmm. I'm trying to navigate through things. But um, also just showing me how you can be a leader and a mom or just a human in your own right. Mm-hmm. You know, I think sometimes there's um, a feeling that as a working woman, you you only bring that to the table. Right. And they never held back on talking about their families, mm. never, you know, shying away from, hey, I've got to get home or I've got to take my kids to the doctor or whatever. So mm. having that balance and seeing that from a young point in my career, even through to now, it has been, I think, incredibly impactful and important. Mm. Um and so they're definitely my inspiration. And, you know, I have a lot of friends who are in great leadership roles and um, great people around me who I would say inspire me every day to be a better leader for my team. Um, and they are really my heroes and heroes. <laughs> great. Um, of course, I can name, you know, in the, I guess, in the more known world, I would definitely highlight Reese Witherspoon, who um, really for her championship of women's stories and the work she's doing for women in media, I just, you know, can't have enough of anything Reese. (laughs) Oh, brilliant. I agree with you. Um, You must be working on a lot of exciting projects or innovations um, at the moment. Are you able to tease us with any information on what you might be working on right now or... Vaguely tell us yeah. something. I can I can tell you a little something, and then your listeners can certainly go online because this is now somewhat public. Um, so we are getting ready to launch our new Avengers campus, which will be opening in Disney California Adventure later this year. And as part of that work, um, it's you know it's going to be a dedicated land, and we will have. Also, we'll have a new ride and we'll have experiences. But one of the things that we've been working on for quite some time um, now, and this has truly come from the minds of our Imagineers who work in our research and development team um, in partnership with our Marvel team, but it's called Stuntronics. Mm. And what that is, is we will be flying an acrobat robotic figure that soars about 60 feet or plus or more above buildings and is basically programmed to strike iconic poses similar to Spider-Man. Yes. Um, and so that, that experience and stunt is what will really kind of add to the immersive action in our new land and take it to a whole new level that's never been done. Um, what has been really exciting about this project, and I think just highlights what Imagineering is about at its absolute core, is the combination of, you know, art, storytelling, and engineering. Yes. Which, hence, you know, where the word Imagineering comes from is just, you imagine it, we can make it happen. Mm. And um, seeing this project come to life has been amazing, and we were so excited that we went Um, public with it earlier this year and could tell the world a bit more about it. But I think when people actually come to the new uh, Avengers campus and see this stunt in action, they're not going to believe it. I want to see it. It sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So 
I definitely suggest get to Disneyland. You will see this. It's amazing. So today we have launched our new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway ride in Florida. So it's a really exciting day for us today as it's Mickey's first official uh, dedicated ride. Incredible. So serendipitous that we're talking today um, on this special occasion. We are so excited. It's a really fun family ride, and um, I think our guests are absolutely going to love it. Absolutely. That sounds um, incredible. I'll have to have a look online and see what I can see about it. Yeah, there should be quite a few things, news articles out there this week, because we literally opened it up to the public today. Oh, wow. Synchronicity. So, Karen, what are your thoughts on the life and opportunity for women and girls in the time we're living in? I, you know, I think the time we're living in is slightly, you know, it's, it's so different from when I certainly was growing up. Mm. The societal pressures, I would say, are different for every generation, right? Yes. Um, and I think, you know, one of the key things is, um, and certainly where I focus with my own kids, um, even though they're boys, but I think across the board, as I talk to young women interested in opportunities, is you know, I want to first and foremost make sure I'm doing a good job listening to what is needed mm. while giving kids, women, girls the opportunity to have the confidence and know that, you know, there's so much, um, there's so much out there for them mm. and how, um, how valuable life is and there's just so, again, so much for them to take advantage of and to fight for or push forward on. And um, and that, you know, I would say the values I had growing up, work hard, stay focused, um, you know, don't be afraid to step forward, all of that, I think those values still remain. But I just think it's really important that, um, you know, you hear this word a lot around millennials that they expect everything, Mm. that there's an entitlement element. And I've been lucky. I work with a lot of millennials and feel that actually they do work hard and um, they come to the table with a lot of great ideas and hard work. But I still think that there is, you know, an opportunity that both women and girls, maybe even men and, and boys, to continue to put your hand up Mm. Definitely do not rely on others to bring the opportunities to you. You should be in charge of what you want to do. Absolutely. The opportunities are so much greater now, what we have access to. Um, and I, I do think girls are being raised to believe that and see that, but they still need to be encouraged and have the confidence to pursue that. Mm. And I also think, like, keep that curiosity up. Don't let that diminish because it's the curiosity that will help you push forward, ask the questions. And, you know, oftentimes I have people come talk to me about my path and tips on what they should do. Mm. And my top advice is always have a good attitude. Don't be afraid to try new things um, because that will always lead to greater opportunities. Mm. Brilliant advice and sound thought I love it yeah absolutely agree 
Uh, it's been a real pleasure talking with you, Karen, and um, we didn't get to touch on uh, the Disney princesses, but I'm sure they're also a big part of your world. Um, yeah. And and I, I don't have a Disney princess. I've got a Joe Brothers princess. <laughs> Her name is Queenie. Um, so I, I love the idea of bringing um, and understand your world a little bit in terms of creating a character that's going to bring a bit of love, lightness of joy to the world, if you like, um, in a time where um, I think that we... I mean, I remember the Star Wars when it... The, the reboot kind of happened a few years ago and my husband and I went to the, the midnight screening and it was like we were transported back to our childhood again. It was pretty incredible. So they were enduring yeah. stories, enduring characters and you guys do a phenomenal job. Thank you. Yeah, I think we have, we are spoiled for choice and um, all of us here feel that responsibility but it's also more than that you know it's an honor to work on characters that mean so much to so many people around the world and um that we get to think of new ways to bring them to life to new generations and new audiences mm. is our greatest challenge and opportunity and one that we take incredibly serious um and yet always do it with an element of fun because at the end of the day you know that's what this is about right yes. bringing family uh, groups together to enjoy what it is these characters are about mm. um, the the wide breadth of characters that we now have yes well it's been absolutely wonderful talking today Kieran um, I'd love to catch up and, and, and down the track and talk to you again um, thank you so much for being on the Giant Sisters podcast thank you